You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's going on? You are listening to Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, with my co-host today, Steve Carpenter. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good as well. How nice for everyone. How nice. <laughs> How nice for everyone. So you have to kind of get into the, the, like, it comes from your lungs almost when you do it that way, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, something you know, like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Betty Davis. So how else would you do it? Exactly. So, anyway, now that we've, now that no, half the, yeah, the audience uh, is going, what no, the fuck? Goodies, queens, yeah. <laughs> um, it is the middle of summertime, and yes. um, I had a... July. I was in the Hamptons this weekend. And uh, I was not. It, you were not. Yeah, the city was dead because... Oh, it was, you could have rolled a bowling ball down Fifth Avenue and not hit a single person. It was... It was so empty, but I, I love this. Weeds. Yeah, exactly. I love that time of the year in the city. You know, everyone's gone. Uh, there's, you know, a few of us that are that are still hanging out in the city, and it was not ungodly hot. It's been warm, but it wasn't, you know, uh, the hundred degrees, and you know, and uh, you know, going down to ninety five at midnight or something like that. Exactly. Like it can exactly. I was visiting friends. They have a house in the Hamptons, East Hampton, and it was a friend's birthday. It was amazing. They have a great house. We did pool time. Our other co-host, Jeremy Russ Lopez, was with me, and he's like, he is truly a fish, and I mean that in the sense that <laughs> he could really spend hours upon hours in the pool, and I'm what you call one of those, like, poolside people. Like, mm -hmm. I need the umbrella, I need the chase lens, I need a cocktail. <laughs> Emphasis on cocktail. Tail. Yeah, and so, um, but no, Jeremy is like, but we all got in the water, and it was beautiful out there, and it was wonderful. See, I'm, 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 a, uh, I, I'm a poolside bitch, too. I'm just like, you know, I go to the beach, and the water's fine, but, you know, with, with, my, with my delicate, fair skin, yes. I, I need a big, you know, Joan Collins floppy hat and, you know, SPF 4000. Okay, and, that's a reference to Dynasty in the no, 80s. No, it's a reference to Joan Collins. Okay, yes. <laughs> Who made, yes, true. Your reference true to Dynasty. In the 80s, which I don't know anything yeah. about. Oh, yeah, whatever. And so um, <laughs> I did turn on my grinder at one point because we were all talking, or scruff, I think. I turned on my scruff at one point just to see, you know, because I think I asked my um, the host, I said, you know, so how do people, because everyone's in a couple there. Right. Everyone's in a couple. They, <laughs> you know, they had a couple get togethers throughout the weekend where, mm -hmm. and, and in the Hamptons, it's interesting because. People will book like several parties. They could be have four parties to go to in mm -hmm. one day, right? And some of these parties literally will be two hours, or mm -hmm. in this case, forty-five minutes. And forty-five minutes. Yeah, and we're sitting <laughs> yes, there. Because now we have to go to Bob and Tom's party, <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. And we're we're. This is the last weekend that my friends are at this house, and so they have to pack it up because they're going to rent it 
out for a month. And so we were kind of helping them get it together. And we happened to be their single batch of friends. So of course, so we helped them out. To, mm-hmm. and That's why they invited you out. <laughs> yeah, right. Can you no. help us back, please? No. No. <laughs> I was more no, than kidding. happy to do it. And I, I, because I, I love them. And, um, but it was interesting because, um, everyone's coupled up in these types of places. Right. And so in, in fact, one of the friends that came to the little 45 minute get together mm-hmm. immediately, you know, was, you could tell they were all trying to suss us, suss us out and figure out who's with who. And right. My well, friend must her- be a couple. They're in the Hamptons. Exactly. So one of them was like, so is Steve with this guy or is he with, um, I think they thought I was with, who do they think? I- oh, my other friend, John. They were mm-hmm. like wondering who, um, and just because of in conversation, we're mm-hmm. both from the Bay Area. And, right. And uh, we're like, no. Well, there I must mean, be a couple. Yeah. And of course, this person like has already friended us on Facebook. And But he was he was really hilarious. And mm-hmm. he's going to be in Mykonos. And actually, I, oh, good. he's kind of the life of a party. So good. I will invite him to our, and this is a good time to mention, our season premiere, which is going to be season two premiere yes. in Mykonos. Um, and we're going to be poolside, circuit sex. So I will invite this person to... The, this person this who person shall remain nameless shall remain at the moment. Nameless, yes, but he has a British <laughs> accent. But anyway. Uh, oh, but I, know who, I know who you're talking about. Do you? I think so. But what was interesting was I was asking my friends, I said, you know, so with everyone being in couple land, do, you know, is there any need for a scruff or a grinder? And he's like, oh, no, yeah. They, he's like, we don't turn it on here. I think because mm-hmm. they just know right. too many people there, and it's a small <clears throat> community of gays in the Hamptons. And they but all chit-chat. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. They do. Small and communities so, of gays are probably one of the worst. if there's yeah. a party at 3 p.m., that would go to only 5 p.m. Because, you know, here, if there was a party, you know, that started at 3, I'm showing up at 5, mm-hmm. the, at the earliest. Right. There, they show up 259, 255. Mm-hmm. That's normal because the party right. goes till five. Because it's only a two hour, and then you've got two other parties to go to after that. Exactly. Yes. And yeah, hopefully you have your designated driver, yes. but I'm just saying. But they actually did in this group, which was cool. But I was saying, you know, so I turned mine on, my scruff, just mm-hmm. to see if there was anything going on. And it was, uh-huh. I think it was like two towns away, which was a little bit far, but there was a guy on there, and, um, yeah, I mean, we were chit-chatting back and forth. Of course, mm-hmm. I mean, there was no way I was going to, like, act on this. And like I've said before, <laughs> I don't do well on the apps. But it was just it was just interesting. It got me thinking about, like, what do people, you know, do in these parts? But they're, they get their sex groove on just in different oh, ways, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there are couples that like to, you know, invite other stray young men over for a cocktail or two, so to speak. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, this is sort of our uh, interlude episode as it's a summer time and um, we're going to keep it quick, quick and brief. Um, but I wanted to get, you know, we have some hear hot lots of people saying no. I know, no, no we have some hot topics. <laughs> we're going to get into them and we really do have some great episodes. In fact, um, next week we're recording, which will come out next Tuesday. We have a really, um, it's going to be called Open Relationships and we have um, right. a married couple that have been married for a while now they've been together even longer and we're gonna um kind of dissect they have some like an open relationship and we're really gonna like explore that Mm -hmm. and we're you and i are both seeing a play uh this week um called um gosh what is it called 
It is um, called. I, I, forgot I forget something. Something Afterglow. It's Afterglow. called Afterglow. Yes. It's an off-Broadway play here in town. The the imagery looks great. I think mm-hmm. it's about a couple that decides to bring a third into the mix and right. what it. And, how and they. It, my my understanding is that they either become a thruple or uh, there there are feelings that are generated from more than one person in there. So exactly, yeah. and the the our guests um, on the show for next week's episode are going to watch the play um, the next day after us. So right. we'll all be able to talk about this and then go right into... Right, and into some part of their relationship and, and how they handle that because, I mean, everyone handles it differently. There's there's things you can do, things you can't do. Right, and right. And my viewpoints have changed dramatically. And, yeah. Certainly, as I've gotten older, um, I've become more open-minded, and and so I'll have a lot to. Just because you have sex in. with somebody doesn't mean you don't love somebody else. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, and uh, yeah, and other people. Some people are going to say no, that's not true. Other people are going to say good is about time, and we're going to have everything in between. Absolutely. So, absolutely. So we'll explore that a bit. Right. So we're calling this interlude, so we're going to be jumping around today. But I did want to give shout-outs to some people that have reached out to us on social media. And it's always great to hear from you all. And remember, yes. yeah, isn't it? It's, yes. It's we, cool. We really like, love that. We're not just talking to ourselves into this no, microphone. The feedback There's... is awesome. You guys are, you guys are great. You know, and, and we're glad that you really enjoy the podcast. And you know, if you have ideas for us, you'd like us to talk about something specific, I mean, give us a holler. We'll, you know, we'll definitely toss it around. Absolutely. There so. was somebody um, that reached out to us that said they liked the show. And uh, when are you going to do a show on disability and sex? And mm-hmm. I love That'd that idea. Great, and I, we yeah. have actually a couple people in mind for that. And oh, yeah. We're we going to be um, exploring that. And that will be an episode in season two. So I'm excited about that. Um, I want to do a quick shout out to um, somebody that reached out to us today. Blake loves... Cho at Blake Loves Cho, I think it is. I hope I might be saying that wrong. He's Put just, your glasses on. Yeah, I know. They're all <laughs> on, actually. Just heard you say you'd be in LA again soon. Uh, he put August. You should do a listener meetup. Well, I will be there the weekend of August 11th. That's and an interesting am, idea. Yeah. I'm not sure I can do the meetup then, but mm-hmm. I will probably do it uh, later. Uh, um, That's a really good idea. Yeah, I, th- I will, definitely. Yeah. I don't have enough time on this time. I have a couple of people. Yeah, but, gonna... but guys, if you're, you know, if you're interested in doing listener meetups, stuff like that, you know, send us a note. So let us know what you think because that's really what drives us. You know, if you guys have some ideas and you want us to try things, um, we're, you know, we're game. Yeah, and our live podcast did so well, and live it was really fun. Really well. um, yeah. yeah, so, and we listened to the feedback, and we'll be, if, when you tweet in, yes. we'll be responding to you on the spot. So, definitely that. Um, another one came in, um, Brock uh, A2 says, I'm a new listener, and I just wanted to say I love your podcast. Not, not enough of my friends talk so openly about sex and gay experiences. Well, thank you, Brock A2. That's We're, why we started the show. Yeah. And, um, well, that's one of the reasons we started the show. Right. It was really... Well, we're, we're glad we can, we can you know, talk about it and, and talk sort of with you, I guess. Yeah, um, absolutely. That, uh, you know, you're getting something out of it. I mean, that's what the whole point of this was. Exactly, yeah. So thank you for that. Um, Rodney 
Otis said um, he referenced uh, an Instagram picture with uh, DJ Joey Z and myself ah, and yeah. said it was his favorite interview. And that's the one, of course, that was a great one. Sex. That was a really good. I'm really happy that that resonated. Um, it resonated with, with a lot of people. We got a lot of really good feedback on that. Yeah. And a lot of really good feedback. On yeah. That. And it's interesting because you, you know, when you start something like this, you get a lot of feedback and you'll get those that like get into it more with the sex. And then you get others that you guys aren't deep enough. And so you're always on that balance. Mode, right. But you're, you're going to get as, as long as you're getting both, both, both ends of the uh, spectrum, then you're fine. And they're, to- <laughs> and they're talking. Then you're on the, and yeah, then you're talking. Yes. Yeah. Then, then, you know, you're on the, you're on the center line. Yes. So. And. Uh, somebody else just told me last night um, that they listened to last week's episode, and that was an episode that Jeremy and I did with um, Dr. Jessica Jessman at Columbia University right, and right. about injectable prep. And mm-hmm. um, I was really happy and proud of that episode because of her research and also because <laughs> I think it's new and you know we're just really finding new ways to find out about, you know, there's right. not just one way to get uh, PrEP. And well, and it's good for those people that don't remember to take their meds every day. Yeah, and one yeah. Of, but one of the things that, yeah, so I want to get into that. One of the things that um, he was saying, he's like, did I hear Dr. Justman right in that her viewpoint is that Truvada was only meant to be taken for like a two-year period? And I said, well... Let me talk in the way Dr. Justman spoke, like any true doctor or researcher in that, you know, what she was basically saying is the research isn't out there to support any long-term study. And I think um, that may have resonated with certain people that take it. And, you know, I think a lot of times in our community, when Truvada and PrEP and all that came out, people were like, okay, well, I'm on PrEP, I'm on PrEP, and this is it, we're, we're good to go. Mm-hmm. And the, the things that I really got out of the episode were, A, we need people in these research projects. Right. We need alternatives other than a daily pill. So there's right. this. Mm-hmm. For those that can't remember to take a daily pill like myself, for example, unlike Jeremy. The other thing that I got out of it was that that she brought up was, you know, I think the originators that came up with this, A, are looking for HIV prevention in any way, shape, or form, but also it wasn't, there's no long-term studies that would support, yeah, gays, take this daily pill for the rest of your life and go fuck. I mean, I don't think that's what, and to come in with that attitude or think that, you know, or to also ignore the fact that, Rates of STDs are going up. Like people are barebacking. They're barebacking. And so, you know, the one thing she said, I think if you're in a committed relationship and you know this person and you guys pretty much know that it's just you, sure. But she also said, I think if you're, it maybe was meant to be taken in your most sexual prime moment. Right. And then get off of it. When you're out being a slut. Then yes, well, you should take that. Yeah. you should take Truvada. You should or take sexually active, prep. yeah, oh, sexually active, whatever. If you have you know more than one sexual partner in a year or so, then yeah, I mean then yeah, you should you should be taking care of yourself. Right, prep is helpful in the sense that it can prevent you from being infected with HIV. It doesn't necessarily mean that you should bear back. I mean I, that's a completely another story, and we're not going to delve into that. 
But keep in mind, too, this was a drug that was developed for people who are HIV positive. This was a drug that was developed specifically to reduce the viral load you know, within a person who already has been infected with the virus. No, no, Truvada wasn't. No, Truvada was. Oh, Truvada, well, yeah, it oh. was. It was originally designed okay. as a as an HIV medication. But now they, it's a preventative. They've also now they you know they they also discovered that hey you can use this as a preventive measure, you know to and and the results have been really really good especially with couples um, couples where one is positive and one is negative. And the one, the one who's negative is taking the Truvada, and the other one is it's, taking medication. It's awesome. It's changed my mind about how yeah. I view a powder. I know I was talking to one of our Rico Noguchi who was on another episode. Mm-hmm. Him and I both felt we were both like, ooh, I don't know about this. Right. And also, two things on this, I mean, and what she was saying is that rates of syphilis and things have increased because right. of the barebacking. Syphilis, and I'm sure there's a, a population mm-hmm. that feel, well, you know, if I get that, then there's a quick fix to get rid of that. But I would only... More or less, but... I would only say that, yeah, if you're testing... It's still invasive. I mean, It's invasive. Still... And then you have to always keep in mind those that are positive that you're barebacking with, that it could ignite, I feel, their immune system and if they get something like a syphilis it might not be as if, if they have a compromise there if they have a compromised immune system it can be harder on them yes it can be so it's just but you know and, and again too i think one, one of the things that she brought up that if you're in a relationship um and you're being monogamous then don't take it yeah don't take something you don't need to take yeah you know if things change if you decide to open the relationship later on or you split or whatever and you're sleeping with other people then consider it again well and here's the bottom line i think that i feel it's that it's reducing the rate of the hiv epidemic and where i thought differently at first i was like oh i didn't know enough about it really i've Mm -hmm. learned way more in the last couple years about it and i'm you know, I think it's it's a positive thing and things like the injectable prep and then the other study that she's working on, the intravenous antibody study, that's, is another thing. That's and so something, when you have yeah, more options, it shows that we're advancing where we're getting. Um, I know she – I think the Paris AIDS conference just happened, and I'm going to look more into that. And right. um, and that's what she was heading to, Dr. Justman. And, and I think when you – you know, when you can prevent infection, mm-hmm. um, it's it's not necessarily the end all be all, but it's something. No. And somebody, we friends of. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand, and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Mine were just talking over the weekend about, um, God, these clinics that are opening up, I forget where, where basically people that are heroin addicts, that it's almost, they want to create these safe haven places where they'll get clean needles. And even though they're injecting themselves with heroin, at least it's not solving the problem, 
but it's it's not it's, proliferating and and continuing. It's not proliferating and, into multiple other things. Exactly, yeah. and it's prep is it's not the same thing as that at all. No. but it's a preventative measure, and there's new alternatives yes. like injectable, like the antibody test, and that are. You know, at least preventing the right. horrible HIV epidemic. To yeah, it's it's certainly the the HIV epidemic, the AIDS epidemic, is not anywhere near what it was, uh, because a lot of people have spent a lot of time and money studying and determining what the virus is, how it works, how you can disassemble it, um, and that's been very good. That's been very good. And the prep is just another another phase of that. When you look at things like polio. You know, right. You don't really see much of that anymore, if at all. Right. You know, um, there's several viruses that are like that, too. Or what was the one that, um, and I was going to make this, don't forget about our summer read. Oh, yes. People, <laughs> um, uh, Tom Eubanks' book, uh, Ghost of St. Vincent. That's um, a fabulous Cholera, book. which yeah. was another one that they, yeah, at cholera. the St. Vincent's Hospital, <clears throat> they saw plenty. The nurses had to deal with cholera, and that was something that was also an epidemic that took over. And it was an epidemic in big cities, and that's one of the reasons that they opened St. Vincent's in the first place. Right, right. And you don't hear of that now because there's different sanitary laws and, right. you know, et cetera, so... And so on that note, don't forget about our favorite author this this year, yes. Tom Eubanks. We love him. We love him. And thank you, Tom. I love my refrigerator magnet. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Tell them it what looks, it is. Oh, it looks two characters. Fabulous. It looks fabulous. Two people that he references in the... Um, um, the names have just left me. Exactly. So. And... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. But um, Chicklet was one. Yeah. It was I don't chiclet. remember who the other one was off the top of my head. I don't head, know. But, but the, the book is called Ghosts of St. Vincent... It's by Tom Eubanks. He, we have an episode with him. He's amazing. In the, it's, it, it would be a great summer read. Yeah. Um, this is a guy who, who lived through that mess in yeah. probably one of the worst possible ways and is just one of the nicest guys you could ever meet. He's just, you know, he's, he's, he appears so unaffected about it, put it that way. You know, oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, cause what he's been through, and he's just such a happy person, oh. and he's just so loving and giving, and, and is great. Yeah, we so, cannot say enough great things about him yeah. in that book. Um, moving on, and back to a little bit, I just wanted to quickly talk about one thing that we were talking about in last week's episode about the difference between taking a daily pill versus, um, say, like an injectable. And mm -hmm. one of the things that came up was you know, alternative, you have something else that you can take. So for those that like myself, I, I get, I said before, I like, I get on a vitamin kick and I'm like, Oh damn, I forget, you know, I forget. <laughs> and, she, and Dr. Justman said, well, there's these, there's been studies about when people have, have to take medicine because they've been sick and mm -hmm. they're taking their meds because it's keeping them alive versus preventative, uh, vitamins, medicine right. Right. that, you know, you, you, oh, you want to take it, but yeah, right. Oh, and I forgot. So yeah. I'm definitely, and so something like an injectable that would be in you for three months, and I can always remember an appointment, but those daily things sometimes aren't. Mm -hmm. And But there is something in your mind for some people that, you know, like Jeremy has his system down, right? And but not everyone always works, can do that. And so it, it reminded me of a story that I had heard a friend of mine um, was going on vacation and he doesn't get to take a lot of vacations. He's busy and has mm -hmm. a child and so forth. And 
you know, finally got the time off and was on the plane. It was packed and sat in the seat. And they're like, you know, buckle up. We're about to, you know, take off and so forth. And he went to reach in. He's HIV positive, so he went to reach for his meds just mm-hmm. to see. And he was like, fuck. He forgot his meds. Oh and so, and he's HIV positive, so, you know, that's yep. a big deal. And so... He tells the story that, you know, he immediately, you know, they still had a few minutes, called his doctor and, and was like, you know, oh, my God, I forgot my meds. I'm mm-hmm. headed to this place, blah, blah, blah. Which, and so his doctor was like, well, listen, how long are you going to be away? And he was like, well, like 10 days. He's like, you'll be fine. It's fine. And my friend was like, no, I won't be fine. No, and, no, I won't and be. And I yeah. can't understand that because <laughs> I don't, you know, but he was, and so... The doctor took him seriously. He said, okay, well, we're going to have to then get this to you. Well, my friend was going to a place that's somewhat remote, Mm -hmm. and it's not the easiest place to ship things. And you can imagine with insurance and dealing with a pharmacy Uh, in a remote area. Right. And dealing with when you you already have medication, you know, clocked in already that you have the medication at home. Right. But you already have that dosage, so why are they going to then, you know... The red tape that he had to go through. Oh, I can imagine. You, I don't know. The insurance companies, insurance companies don't want to pay for the drugs that you already have. You know, they don't want to have to pay for anything. Right. You it know. was a huge nightmare. I can and only imagine. He ended up getting it, and you know, Good. it was great. Good um, for him. Cut to a different friend, which I was like, oh my god, that's so wild. A different friend got on a plane. Was going somewhere, and same thing. Buckle up, we're going to take off. And decided to reach into. Do I have this? Do I have that? And was like, fuck, I forgot my Truvada. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like a different kind of thing. And he was like, shit, like, what am I going to, you know? But then he was like, well, you know, I think I'll be fine. Just not all, I can use a condom or, or whatever. Same scenario, one more you know, a necessity of maybe particular needing mm-hmm. those meds versus a preventative thing. You just come from a different mindset, right? Right. It's it's interesting. It's, yeah, it's a completely different mindset, I'm sure. Just, you know, you're taking something, you know, you take a blood pressure medication because if you don't, you get these terrible headaches, you know. Or, or you, you could take end a, up in the hospital. Or you could end up in the hospital, what have you. You know, you take, you know, you, you, you take a Truvada because it, you know, prevents you from, be uh, it, it helps prevent the possibility of an HIV infection. You know, so you know if if you but if, you if miss you're the human, Truvada, you, know? <laughs> you could also, you know, if you're negative and you're taking it for preventative reasons, you could use condoms. You could just abstain. There's, right. It's a little bit different, and I think to it's her, a little bit different, and it's you know, yeah, right, and and right, exactly what you were saying to her, um, to. Her phrasing and her, yeah. her point, right? Was, you know, it's just, it just comes from a different it's, standpoint. So it's it was just, just fascinating yeah. that, they, and I heard those stories within like, you know, a similar period. So it was interesting. It's interesting, yeah. Yeah, um, I also wanted to talk about the uh, Frameline San Francisco um, Gay and Lesbian Film Festival is out. Outfest mm-hmm. was here. I originally heard about this movie and saw it at um, Tribeca Film Fest. The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson. Yeah. And I know you knew Marsha P. I didn't really know her. I mean, I wasn't like a friend with her at all, but she was always in the neighborhood. She was always in the West Village. 
Explain um, to people who Marsha P. Johnson So Marsha Marsha was kind of a fixture in the West Village in the gay community. Um, I don't know if she was fully trans or not, but she um, she dressed as a woman. You know, she you know she was a black woman and she dressed as a woman and proud and I mean heavy duty makeup, which usually looked like she usually had her makeup on like she had just slept in it. They said um, that in the movie too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's it. Really- um, but happy, and she'd you know she, she'd smile at you, and she'd wave at you. She was just a fixture. They call her the Rosa Parks of yeah. the trans community. Yeah, I mean she was uh, she was very forward and very open about who she was, and you know, uh, at in a time that that wasn't you know it was difficult to be a gay person, to be a trans person at that time, was you know, 10 times more difficult. And so, and she was really part of, um, the Stonewall riots yeah, along she was. with, um, Sylvia Rivera, mm-hmm. who's featured in this movie, who's extremely outspoken. And right. in the movie, you learn that the two of them actually started a house for homeless, yes. um, people like, um, trans people and just gay, I think yeah. in general. And they really were ahead of their time. Um, and unfortunately, this is not giving away anything. It's a documentary called The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson. But uh, they, she, in 1992, she um, was found dead in the, in the in river, the Hudson, in the yeah. Hudson River. And no one, it went down in, in the report um, that she committed suicide. But the whole film is about this. Yeah, so this film is like fascinating because you learn about her and a lot of other iconic people in this early trans Mm -hmm. community world and how fearless they were. But you learn you're following this other person, really dig up this report and the police reports in the sixth precinct, which is in the village where you live. Mm-hmm. And Fort Bruce is this yeah, name? and yep. it, and you learn how maybe they didn't, or not maybe they really didn't do enough to. Um, you know, I think I really think that, and I'm not I'm not putting anything down about the sixth precinct. You know, um, it it became one of the very uh, you know foremost. Police precincts with uh, who accepted gay police officers, uh, and it got the name of Fort Bruce because if you were gay and you were a police officer, you wanted to work in the Sixth Precinct in the West Village. So, got it. Yeah. yeah, Fort Bruce. Uh, but I, you know, I think what happened it was just one of these things of we don't want to go there. Yeah, you know, we don't want you know just a combination of because trans was just very you know I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to go there. Sure. And even the gay community was very shunning of trans people at that time. And, and still I mean, can be, unfortunately. To, no, not even still. Even today, I mean, I was just um, on one of the sites, and Erica King, um, she's in, in, in Albany in, in jail, but um, she's been put in solitary confinement, and mm-hmm. there's been a lot of uproars about... She wrote a letter stating why the abuse that she's had to endure, a lot, I'm sure, verbal... Yeah. For being trans and why she's been in solitary confinement. She finally got out of solitary confinement, I Solitary's, think, last week. Yeah. I mean, they probably put her in solitary for her protection. Mm, but yeah. that doesn't... It's solitary, you know, I don't know. It's, it, there's, there's a big rally. There's so many um, other things they can do and they just week, don't. Thursday, I think there's a big rally for her, um, Erica King. and But in general, the you would think this is 1992 and... Here in yeah. 2017, it's, people somebody somebody said in one of the movie it's LGBT 
people. Like, mm-hmm. let's not forget the tea. Yeah. And so I think it's just really important to... Um, Absolutely. You know, yeah. and, the, and then you look at, at countries like Scotland who, you know, in, you know, come fall, all of the bathrooms in schools are going to be unisexual. Wow, you know, I love that. They just, they're like, we don't care. <laughs> and they really don't. I love and it. It's, you know, and I love it. Being, of course, being of Scottish heritage. I, I like you know, that. I appreciate it. But, um, you know, you, you, countries, individual countries can be so much more progressive than the United States. And yes. you, look at, you look at how the United States became the United States, right. and that's all progressive. And then we just lag behind in so many other areas. It's just... Yeah. It's or people annoying, like so. my dear friend Larry Hashberger, who was on one of our episodes and mm-hmm. has Asia SF in San Francisco. Right. And a big shout out to Trina, who ran up to my sister the other day and, and in at Asia SF and said how much she loves our show and thinks it's Yay, important. Trina. So Trina, we love you and, and I'm going to be there soon. So I can't wait to see you. Um, but back to please, um, the good news about um, the death and life of Marsha P. Johnson is... It's, it's currently playing in Brooklyn at a theater, um, but it's uh, Netflix picked it up. That's awesome. So everyone's going to be able to see it very Good. soon. I, mean, I don't have a date on that. but So, so look- watch it and give it five-star rating so other people will watch it and get recommendations because it's an important part of history. Absolutely. You know, not that not that Marsha was some, you know, some spectacular person who, you know, no. d- did things politically. I mean, right. And, but she was she was a human. And she was. She she fought. She for, was ahead of her time. She was ahead of her time. Yeah. And this is how she got treated. And people need to know that, and they need to learn that yep. and learn how to respect it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so I can't I wait for get that. off my soapbox now. <laughs> <laughs> and on to a surprise we have. Oh, Christmas in July. Christmas in July. <laughs> Carpenter, we got introduced to something. Oh, what a lovely Christmas present. Below the belt that is uh, going so to make to speak, yeah. the rest of our summer um, really big, happy. Big. Yeah. Really happy. Really happy. And we're going to tell you all about it. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. We're not going to tell you now. Right. You're going to have to tune into the fall. Exactly. Episodes. We know you're going to love it. You're going to want it. You're going to, it's going to. I mean, you can write to us and ask us, but you know, we're probably yeah. not going to tell you the whole thing. Yes. Exactly. So, we'll give hints. But go, please we'll go to our hints. website. Absolutely. Just go to our website. You can, you can leave comments on the website. You can email us yep. at. At, at talk <laughs> about gay sex. No, sorry, at talk about gay sex. Um, and we also have. Oh, you can uh, email Instagram. Me at, Instagram. Uh, you can email me at Steve at talk about gay sex. Um, you can email me at the yeah. gay father NYC at Gmail. Absolutely. Um, and you can also go go to our website too. I've updated it um, where I was mentioning on last week, so the weekend week before, about a film, Club King. Um, he is is a yeah, documentary. Yeah, it's a documentary yeah. about Mario Diaz, and he's kind of was involved with the original. Uh, the cock here in New York City, and he does BFD, yes. Big Fat Dick. I'm trying to get him on the show um, in a couple show. weeks. Um, but you can watch his film. In the meantime, it's um, on Vimeo free. I put the link up on our uh, Link Farm page, and it's a very entertaining film and sexy. He's hot, and there's a lot of hot moments, um, and Good. how he's continuing like the sexy Good. 
sexuality vibe in today's LA nightlife. And so um, look for that. Um, we talked about Ghosts of St. Vincent. Afterglow, we will have he's, a review. He's, he's, re- he's reading his checklist now. <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> and I think that's good. Um, I so, like- yes, we will. We, we will do longer podcasts. This is like, like I said, this is just a little interlude. So we're going to, I mean, and yes, we will talk more about sex. So also tell us what you might want to hear. If you want us to talk about something in particular. Also, if you want to advertise with us. Please let us know because we would love to have you as an advertiser. We would love to tell everybody who listens to us about your products. So, thank you, Steve Carpenter. Certainly. Well, as always, it's a pleasure. I had so much fun with you. And yeah, we today, always do. Yeah, exactly. We We're do. back so. next week with a brand new episode. Yes, we about are. open relationships. So be sure and tune in next Tuesday. Find out who's having sex with whom. Exactly. And in the meantime, always continue having hot gay sex. Yes. See you next time. <laughs>